Oh, oh, I didn't do the intro. Oh, that's my bad. Well, I started the stream. Okay, welcome <laughs> to another edition of Super Mater Bros Podcasting. We are talking about Survivor episode uh, three, I believe this is. Uh, what's the title of this episode, uh, Foster? Do you do you have it there? Uh, no man left behind. <laughs> no man left behind. Okay. Um, I missed episode two. Uh, so I didn't see the demise of Brandon. I kind of I'm sad I missed that. So in the preview for this episode, I was I was upset that I missed that episode. But I don't think this episode disappointed. I thought it was actually a pretty good uh survivor episode compared to what I watched the first week. Uh oh no, it's it's a lot better, Jeff. It's getting better. It's you know, but it was it was in the basement, it was in the gutter. So it's only <laughs> it's only up from here. Um, but yeah, we had a, I thought it was a fun episode. Uh, uh, you know, kind of the the reward part was a bit slow. We'll get to it. Why why are they giving them fruit? I wouldn't want fruit. Give me something with some carbs. My God. Oh, I want some meat. Yeah, meat or carbs. Fruit that's just gonna make you hungrier. You know. But anyway, uh, I thought, you know, and again, I think the top story of the night is Lulu is sucks. They're just, they can't win. They can win a reward. But that was it. Yeah, the, the shining moment uh, didn't last very long. That's for sure. All that fruit did not uh, help them out is what I'm trying to say. No, no. Well, you don't. How could it? Gave them no energy. Didn't matter the numbers. They couldn't figure out that puzzle. Uh, you know, living on grapes. Yeah, cheese. Eh? Okay. Uh, so you know, can we kind of start off tonight? We're recapping what happened with why Caleb and Sabaya kind of specifically decided to keep Emily and not Brandon. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, it's interesting because in the last episode, and this is you'll love this because I know that you you liked Emily in the first episode, right? She's having a real turnaround, Jeff, right? And you've really seen that from this. I know that you missed last week, but you really see it in this episode where last week she basically like said, you know, I've made, she said this I, literally to, I think it was Caleb or maybe the group. And is like, I, I made mistakes, you know, I need to change and, you know, let's move forward basically, right? Those are kind of like a, a summary of her words, right? So she was basically vocal, as vocal as she already is, um, was basically just like, you know, I did not do well, you know, if we're talking episodes, first episode, and, you know, I got to I got to I can be better, right? Like, I can be trustworthy, right? So, basically, she gave um, Caleb, and you saw this, Caleb and uh, Sabai, her shot in the dark, right? Right. That was a very smart play on her part to basically solidify trust, saying, like, I'm with you guys, you know, let's not do Brandon, right? And the problem also with Brandon was that he... Like he was still struggling, right? He didn't have another good episode, and um, it was really kind of tough for him to get kind of you know his footing in the game. Um, like he had a little bit of potential socially, but his he did not do well in the challenge again. Um, he dropped the, there was a puzzle at the end of it, and uh, he dropped the ball hard. And he he knew like very like very shortly after that like I'm pretty much going home, right? So he he took it he kind of took it well. Um, you know, because like he kind of knew it, but Emily definitely mended those bridges that she basically initially burned just by being herself, you know, un, uh, unapologetically. Right. And she, she was, so she, she recognized that her gameplay was not very quickly realized that it was not working. She needed to change. And, you know, she built enough trust that we saw last week that, you know, she could move at least into the next, you know, vote, you know, and get branded out this time. Yeah, well, see, I missed all episode two, but I mean, I don't know how that Brandon guy even made it. I mean, I know how a girl quit, but like, I'm just glad he was gone. I was just like, he wasn't meant for the survivor. Like, I was like, perfect. I don't have to watch that anymore. That's how I felt as a, a viewer who skips the episode two. I was like, okay, great. You know? That's and the, for, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, and I'm not going to disclose the location because Jeffrey, Jeff is a Jeffrey from the Jeffrey Tubes, is the uh, is very busy, um, but he was on a trip last week, very important, you know, um, personal affair, and uh, with his family, 
and um, you know, we know we're glad to have him back. But uh, no, there's no there's no worries at all. But I think, uh, like I said, in terms of Brandon, like that's you know that's pretty much like much how it goes. Like Bello and um, Reba were you know doing the same old winning. Um, there was a little bit more of this uh, you saw it tonight. Like there was a trust built between Austin and um, and uh, sorry, um, Drew. Drew, thank you. And then obviously around that is uh, uh, Mama J and uh, or Julie, whatever, and um, D, right? So there's that Ford and Riva, and then Bello. And basically, uh, it was the um, three girls versus the three guys with Brando kind of like in the middle because, um, like, not on his own, but more so because uh, Bruce and Jake had be- had developed a bond. The, right? This blue tribe is annoying as hell. Okay, the red tribe. I I I, I actually kind of like the story there and what's going on. I feel, but the blue tribe is so annoying. Like everything's about like, oh, here's a lawyer. Oh, they don't know I'm a lawyer. Oh, oh, there he. You know, we can't trust him. Or uh, oh, he'd be perfect. Like I don't know what the one girl's name is with the tats on the blue tribe, but she is super annoying, like to watch. You know. I think she's she'll be good for the show. I'm not saying, but my God, like which one? The one that the bartender that's talking tonight? My pick, Kendra. Ken, yeah, she's. No, I mean, come I, on, Kendra. No, you can't hate on Kendra. Come on, yeah. I'm hating on Kendra. I think she's good for the show. I'm not. I think she's a good character, but man, I can't uh, stand her. Uh, I picked her uh, because I know that she'll go far because she didn't look like she was someone that was going to make waves, but she also looked like someone that could keep up. She's going to make waves. I'm telling you right now, she is going to piss people off because she is an an opinionated woman that will, will say the wrong thing at the wrong time. I think. Well, we'll see. I think I have, I have hope for Kendra. I have hope for Kendra. I hope you're right, but because uh, she, I think I do think she's entertaining. I will give her that. Uh, you know, there are some other people on this show, like I'm like the singer songwriter. Uh, I don't forget be... her name. Yes, like uh, she didn't get much screen time this episode. You notice that, yeah, because she, eh? she's boring. Yeah, she's just a kind of a boring whatever character, and just not bringing a lot to to the show. You know, so maybe it's because she's in a, no alliance, or you know, we'll see. Maybe it'll change, but right now, Jemaya Sam Sam says Jemaya, yeah. Um. But overall, I, I'm the blue tribe annoys me. Like I just I don't like any of them. Maybe it's because none of them have lost. Like maybe Lulu's right. Like you know they haven't experienced loss, and so everything's like uh, even like the 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 wicked smack guy from Boston. Like oh Jake, when he's yeah. yeah when he's cheering on the bench for, during the rewards. I'm just like shut up. You know like <laughs> I don't know. I just <clears throat> I have problems with the blue tribe. That's what I'm trying to say. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. We're we're here to we're here to have uh, conflicts and we're here to have uh, discussions. So, um, but no, I think that uh, based on last week coming into this episode, you know, you kind of saw Lulu the track they were going down. You know, losing two in a row, and you see just this this happy go lucky um, kind of in a sense like nothing going on. Bellow, and then Reba, who's you know, there's that four core, and then obviously Austin and, and Drew that are actually doing something right. So um it's interesting to see like that tribe i think reba and obviously lulu is just all about sadness and despair <laughs> and uh can and and we you know getting to the you know um in this episode they get their you know reward challenge win but uh uh not not nearly enough well let's like i know we're jumping ahead here but let's talk a little bit about this vote quick the fact that sabaya kind of gets kind of plays herself here in this episode uh, I felt like by the end, I was like, you deserved everything you got there, you know? Yeah, she seemed like very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, content, right? Like, not suspicious, right? Like, very, um, um, I don't know, she didn't per, per, um, protrude confidence, but she, or, um, but she did kind of like feel that in a sense, right? Like, she kind of felt she was, you know, safe up until the end. She didn't play Emily properly. Yeah, she needed to make Emily feel like she, Emily could trust her. You she know, wine and diner is what you're, you're trying to say. Well, Caleb obviously made her feel 
a lot more um, tight with her and a lot less like I felt like today if I'm Emily, Sabaya is just using me to get Caleb out, you know, because she thinks that's a, a better path for her to win. But she'll cut me just as fast as she'll cut Caleb. Like it, it's not a good sign. Even when you're the person on the outs, someone comes to you. I, hey, I want to vote up my closest ally. I mean, some people would just I think maybe 80 percent of people would go, OK, well, as long as it's not me. But Emily is not the type of person to do that. Like, you know, like I think Sabaya should have been a little bit more wise about that. That uh, Emily's like a crafty kind of, um, you know, thinks outside the box type person. Like she was willing to call up Bruce and like on the boat, you know, like why, you know, <laughs> she didn't need to do that, but she did. And again, here, like she didn't need to vote out Sabaya tonight. She didn't need to do that. She could have just got out Caleb. But that's not that's what who Emily is. She she pivots. She 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 goes. She thinks a little bit uh, less obvious. Um. So somebody should have been a lot smarter about that. She was more worried about Caleb figuring her out than Emily basically betraying this this backstab. I think you're, you're right. It's interesting because Emily really started off on the wrong foot and kind of like. Like, this is, like, almost the upgraded version of how Car- Carolyn started last season, right? Because Carolyn was kind of fumbling around. You thought she was going to go early. And then she stuck around for a very long time, right? And, you know, but once again, I think but this is more of a methodical approach when it comes to um, Emily, right? Where she's more self-aware and um, kind of and, and very vocal about it as well, right? Very honest about it. Um, when we like, and this is a kind of a good kind of transition, I think, um, Jeff, because the, the beginning of the episode is like, you know, she basically talks, sells out loud. She's like, oh, there was only Jeff only said two votes out of three instead of out of four, right? And like, so like the way that she's thinking out loud is is like you said, like it's it's not like the other uh, other players. Yeah, like she's smart enough to like figure out how the votes work, how what what is best for not only her but like like uh, a tribe sense or you know who you know she really thinks about the game she's a very cerebral player so like again and Sabaya is smart enough player to know that but she really like tonight I felt like just completely shot herself in the foot um you know and and uh what's the other guy's name on uh, this tribe that doesn't talk um, this is uh I know it's gonna be a problem all night. he's a the principal. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I know. There's, um, there's because the problem is, is that they show enough they show enough uh, players that uh, that you kind of get most their names really quickly because they they they're showing a lot. But then there's some that he's like kind of like now like you know like we'll we'll talk about the like well no the end of the episode they talk about you know next episode they're going to do the tribes and all that right the re- reemerging right so it's um I think that well we'll get to all of it but with this with him um he's going to be able to actually show, you know, what he's got because he's been kind of in the background in that tribe on Lulu. Is his name like Chris or something like that? I, I, I can't don't remember. Um, remember. It doesn't matter. The principal. Cool. We'll just call him the principal for now. Yeah, that's Sam, okay. Sam. But anyway, uh, he should have been talking to Sabaya about this plan a lot more carefully. And maybe he did. But like when Sabaya gets that, opens that idol thing, and the whole production today with the wax and the fire, and she's stoking the fire, the whole tribal. And I was just like, what is this? Like, I'm like, what is going on? You know? And then she gets up there and she opens it. And then all she, like, you know, like she should have been smarter about this. Like, you know, the, all that theatrics, I think, really hurt her because she didn't have time to think about what was the best thing to do. Uh, they, they didn't. You know. They did have no. It's kind of funny because she had no choice. They didn't have flint. They didn't have fire. They couldn't figure out how to do it without it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe you should have won something once. I know. Yeah. Right? It'd be inter- it would have been better if they got their flint during reward, probably, than the fruit. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been. Let's uh, talk. Let's, 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 let's talk about this reward challenge. You got some thoughts on that, though, eh? The challenge or like what what happened after well the challenge of the the reward challenge okay the what the reward challenge was one where they threw the ball right and then they had to like go catch the ball and then they had to throw hoops onto the hook right yes right um okay i mean yeah it was it was whatever 
you know, I, I, all these challenges all blend, they all blurred for me now because they're almost all the same now. It's always something involving a ball and a hook and a hoop, and, and it's who can kind of do it the fastest. And and, uh, and then the immunity challenges are almost inevitably run an obstacle course and then build a puzzle at the end. So, like, you know, it's like they're all the same now. And it's just like, I used to really enjoy all the endurance ones, but they don't do those anymore, really. Like, you know, like, uh, as far as, like, the ones that would go for a long, long time. Uh, everything's designed now to be fast, over quick. Um, so if your team is, like, kind of tight and athletic, and if you noticed in the reward challenge, Josh, the red and blue team sat their best guys, you know, or their most athletic guys, I would say. Uh, so they could p- participate in the immunity challenge instead. Uh, so yeah, they, they kind of it was the first implementation of the strategy of you can't sit back to back. Right, and and you know the so they punted fruit, and uh, by the way, when they when he reveals the fruit, and they're all like gushing and the big open jaws, and then they and then they tell them, oh, but there's more. You're gonna get to go raid the camp, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" They were so shocked. Like I know it's TV, I get it, but my god, like, can you make it a bit more genuine? Like you know, you could have added some baked goods. Jeez, why does it just have yeah. to be fruit? I, honestly, I think it would have been way funnier had he revealed the fruit, and one person was just like looking at it, like that's it. I would have I been upset. Go. I don't eat. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't eat fruit. I'm sorry. I, it's that's a that's a dietary thing. But <laughs> it's you know I, I I would be very upset to not see a flipping bagel there or something like that or a muffin. I, I, wouldn't it be amazing if just someone was like, you know what, Jeff? I don't really appreciate this reward. You know, <laughs> it's like, I, and like especially if it was the yellow team, it's like I would sit out of this if I could because that's how much I don't want to do this. You know, well, I don't want to burn these calories. You know, to not get them back by eating fruit. Sorry. <laughs> I just yeah, think it would be no, hilarious. It not, if... uh, not, not good. Uh, I, I anyway. would not have been happy. Anyway, the, the you know, whatever. You know, Caleb, he gets the three hooks, like, bang, bang, bang. And then it's between red and blue. I don't even, well, who won? Red won. But they, uh, then they ended up, you know, so they got a little bit of fruit, but then they got their fishing gear taken from them later on in the episode when Caleb decides to raid them, you know? So the blue team, again, getting off scot-free for losing. I didn't, I didn't like that. Just being the middling team, just kind of waiting in the waters, doing nothing. Yeah, they suck. Uh, Okay. Uh, uh, So, all right, let's talk a little bit about Caleb choosing. Like, isn't that the next thing where he goes? Yeah, Caleb gets, Caleb, so Caleb gets the advantage that he goes to um, which camp he decides. So he either gets to go to Ruba, Reba or um, Bello and uh, and take one item, right? I thought it was one item, but it does. It's the, he said the fishing gear, right? So obviously he clarified that, but it seemed like Jeff made it seem like it was like one piece of you know like the spear only kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, what would you have taken? Um. Well, it's interesting because I actually had a friend of mine reach out and he's just like, because, uh, you know, talking during the episode, he's just like, why why didn't he, he take the flint? Well, yeah. Right? Well, I think that in my in my initial reaction was that, well, if from what I've seen, if they do come in second on the next challenge, then they'll get their flint finally. Right. So they're probably like, well, we're not going to get a chance to get fishing gear anymore. So let's let's capitalize on that, and we'll try to get Flint to the next challenge based on this win. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes, but you know, you know, Sabaya had gone to camp. Would she have taken the Flint instead of the fishing gear? I wonder. I wonder. Well, I, I think they would have talked about it. I don't necessarily think that Caleb would have made that decision on his own. And he also, like, he probably because once again, like the way he said it during the episode when he got there was like, we can, we can. It's not just like one item. It's like we take all the fishing gear, right? But yeah. we'll leave you the spear or something like that, right? So it seemed like it was obvious there was uh, flexibility, um, like in terms of like because it doesn't seem like it was all of the all of or nothing kind of thing, right? It was like kind of you know in the middle, a little bit. 
I thought it was kind of BS that he could take all that stuff. Uh, you know, I thought it should have been like a pot or like a machete or a flint or it should have been like. Well, one. no, but they no, but they have them their own machete and and uh, don't they? They they have, every tribe has a machete and a pot, right? That's the two standard items now. Okay, so what else could they take other than the fishing gear? A tarp? The flint. I thought. <laughs> My initial reaction when he said this was just like, he, they're going to, I didn't think what else there I forgot about the fishing gear at first. And I was like, oh, they're going to take one of their personal items or something like that just to be like a dig or something. Right. I just thought it was something more funny like that. Um, but obviously that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, no, it's like, what else could they have done? Right. They could have taken Sifu's like makeshift guitar. <laughs> like, they could have taken that. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really many options at this early in the game, right? It felt like you could have done the raid a little bit later um, when they have like a tarp or pillows and blankets um, or um, what else what would be the other ones that they get later on. That's about it. Like they don't get that many stuff usually. It's like, yeah, fishing gear, tarp, uh, like comfort items like pillows and blankets. That they don't. Other than that, I can't really. A hammock maybe they get. Oh, they would. Oh, well, they would get like bags of rice at some point. I think, right? They could win that, so they could take some of some of that. Not all of it, I would think. Um, but no, there's not really like. Obviously, that's more than a few options, but that's later on in the game, right? Like, I felt like it was kind of early, especially, you know, maybe when we see at the end of this episode when they're talking about rearranging the tribes, right? It just says to me that like they did not account for that when they did the reward challenge because they. They could have waited for that part, you know what I'm saying? But it's almost like they like did the reward challenge and like, oh, Lulu, and then Lulu won. Okay, let's keep it going. And then they lost, and it's like, okay, well, um, I don't know. Like it just, yeah. Well, here's the thing: like the, this Lulu tribe sucks so bad that you know Caleb or the principal guy or Emily are gonna go far in the game now because that's inevitably what always happens. Uh, because the other two tribes eat each other because they look at each other as threats. Um, you know, you won't see a, like a Pagongi. It doesn't happen anymore in Survivor, really. Uh, you know, one of these three players that are left in this yellow tribe will, to me, be in the final five. Guaranteed. That's, you know, or, that's or how for, I feel. For the, uh, from the Lulu tribe? There might be, all three of them might be in the final five. Like, I would not be surprised. You well, know, the way that, that... well, we've seen it before, though, right? Like, if they, if they divide into three tribes then if each of them goes somewhere else somehow, right, like, and they all separate, then they're free agents, right? And they're the most, yeah. they're the least dangerous to every other one of those players because they haven't built any relationships with them yet, right? They're more of an asset because they can be, you know, brought on board, right? Um, yeah. More easily because they don't have any allegiance to anybody. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, obviously, how that happens. And we'll get to more of it a little bit later. Um, but it's like, once again, like, it's just the show pivoting, very like it's not planned and it didn't seem planned. I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it just obviously they don't. Obviously, well, they didn't expect Lulu to lose this much, but like they could have realized a week or two earlier. Well, and let me just say this, and I think it was said in the first episode. I think you said it, Josh. Whoever put these tribes together, you know, it's not fair. Like you know, like it was not like Caleb was that physically dominant that you could put, you know, Brandon and the quitter girl hannah and the the this the principal guy that's like 100 pounds you know like they just weren't able to me to compete with like both the red and blue tribes men you know uh you know maybe the women they had strong the they had strong women on the on the yellow tribe but like that's not enough in these challenges these you know you can't have one strong man and two weak men going up against three pretty strong men you know, like that really hurts you. And that's yeah, why like the Yellow was, Tribe's losing. Yeah, it was definitely uneven. Because even if you look at the, like, if you if we're going to dissect this a little bit more, right? Like, you look at Reba, and they've got Drew, who, despite not having a lot of muscle, is tall and seems coordinated and athletic, right? Like, in a, in a sense, yes. right? Like, no, I'm not talking like he's going to ball on the basketball court, right? But he seems like he, right. you know, can control himself, right? And obviously, height is advantage. Um, and then you got Austin, obviously, is, you know, the typical, you know, looking or, you know, obviously performing, well-performing player. And then, um, uh, who's the other guy? In that uh, Sifu. 
Sifu. Yeah, yeah Sifu's athletic, like, right? So there you he's go. He's like so a linebacker. Stacked. So that's stacked, right? That's that's very that's the top one in terms of we're talking the males. And then you look at uh, Bellu, Bellu, and or and, and it's uh, you've got uh, Jake and yeah. and uh, um, the forty-year-old Bruce. Bruce, right? But he's still very fit. And then Brando, who's obviously a lot scrawnier and stuff, right? But still, right. two out of three, right? So yeah, you could have. T- I think Reba was the where the really where they really messed up. Yeah, Reba's definitely the more stacked team. Like, you know. see, it would have worked out better if Sifu was on Lulu, and yeah. let's say Brandon, Brandon was on Brandon Reba. was on um, uh, uh, Reba. Yeah, that that's the swap that should have been made because like it's like totally unfair. Like it's really it's kind of like to be not it's not the Yellow Tribe's fault. It's the producers. It's 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 you know whoever put these tribes together. Come on. Like it was, it was kind of almost always going to go this way, and that's when you know the producer screwed it up, you know, because you're like, that's not right, you know, that's not the way this should go, you know. Anyway, um, yeah. So you know, what did you make of the whole Caleb going to the camp and him schmoozing, and they're all kind of talking about, you know, oh, he does this for a living. He's he's just well, they caught you know, they caught on pretty quickly, right? They kind of. They, they all Reba was all pretty aware. Like, well, what, well, who said it? I think it was, was it D or Julie said it? I think it was. And they're just like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking, how he's talking. He knows how to make you feel good, make you feel, you can, how to word things, right? How to come across more as, hey, you know, what about this? Rather than, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you, right? Like it's not, you know, like he's very um, approachable in a sense, right? Um, but all, but but also direct with what he wants, but subtle. He's a great schmoozer. Yeah, you know, it really is. Good he's talker. really good. At, good talker. Good way to, you know, get people. He's he knows all the tactics of getting people off their guard, uh, and and he did that, and he got he got a lot of info that he needed, but he also like revealed himself as a threat which was talked about by emily a little bit that yeah like yeah he he definitely he's tall athletic good looking and charming and you know like he's gonna be looked at as a threat you know <laughs> like likable like all these things uh that if i was on the beach with him i you know his closest ally wanted to vote him out tonight so like you know that that is kind of the game. He, I think that's going to kind of happen to him. Is he's going to be looked at? He's kind of be kind of in the Malcolm role from uh, the Philippines. Like this, did you watch that season, Josh? Uh, the Philippines. I don't, so. I don't think I saw that one. No. Okay, well that's the one. It's with like Abby Maria and Scoopin, but it's with Malcolm and Denise, and like you know, and Malcolm and Denise are in the I kind of same... the Denise name. Oh, there's been many Denises though, right? Well, Denise was uh, she was in the. Um, winners at war if you watched it that was only five seasons no okay well i'm thinking of uh, how okay one second what philippines yeah philippines it's like in the 20s uh but that season's very similar to this season because uh malcolm and denise's tribe got decimated they went down to two players and so if they lose again the yellow tribe here that's it'll and i i I think if that does happen, I think you'll see Emily and Caleb come out of that tribe, like like Emily and uh, like uh, Malcolm and Denise did out of Philippines. Uh, well, and those Freiburg, Malcolm Freiburg, yeah. And, okay, and, yeah, I saw, I saw that season. Yeah, yeah, and both of them went to the final three or four. You know, like and Denise won. You know, because the other two tribes who were both full, you know, ate each other. At the merge, they couldn't help themselves but vote each other out, and, and so that's kind of what occurs here. Is what I'm trying to say is that when one tribe of the three just gets decimated, those players get ignored, and and they usually go far in the game because that's just the way it breaks down. You know, even if they're c- considered big threats or they're charming, or you know, like you know, so that's kind of what well, happens. That could, that could like, I know that Caleb is a threat, but you could also equivalent him to uh, Malcolm in a sense because he looked like a threat too, right? But he was able to yeah. work his way. So, like, if you put that, and you know, Emily is obviously not Denise, but, but if you kind of put her in that role of like under the radar. And knowing what to, and knowing it to say at what time, right? Like she's gonna, you know, because once again, she's gonna be looked at as an extra vote, right? She's gonna, I think, 
she's she seems well aware enough now that she's made a mistake and that she needs either needs to like smooth the, the transition into the next tribe or she just needs to be subtle really subtle to start well i mean if caleb doesn't have her trust for the rest of the game i don't know what else he needs to you know she needs to do you know what I mean? She called the vote. She told him he it was coming at her. He changed his vote. You know, tonight it should have been a tie vote. It really should have been. And it should have went to rocks, really, is what should have happened. And it would have been a way better episode. But Sabaya ruined it because she didn't vote. You know, if she had voted tonight, we see a tie. And then they re-vote and we tie again, I think is what happens. And then what um, happens then again? If they go to rocks. Oh, uh, just for those two? Everyone. Oh. All, all of them go to rocks. So And what was the last time that happened? Oh, it happened not that long ago. It happened in um Oh, that's a good question. Forget the last time it happened. Maybe uh, five or six seasons ago. It hasn't happened in a minute. Uh but you know, like it is, a, it's an interesting. It usually happens when it's a small tribe. You, it very rarely do you see, like the last time it happened when it was a big tribe was, I believe, Kagan, and that was a great, great episode. And so when they go to rocks and they really mean it, it's like wow. And I think it would have happened tonight had Sabaya not had she voted. Like she totally played herself in this episode. Like talk about overconfidence. Yeah, no, she did not. uh, She obviously, well, you said at the beginning, she did not um, work work over Emily enough. Yeah, or she also could have played her idol, and then Caleb definitely goes home. You know, was she able to use it right away? Yeah, she could have used it right there on the spot at that travel council. I thought I thought it said it has to. She had. I thought she said she had to wait till the merge. Or did I hear that wrong? Only if she didn't vote. Oh, so the way the the twist works, and we should talk about the the twist of the idols because we saw it on the Red Tribe too. Um, so basically, the way it works is you get this idol. Now it's a it's a it's a fair idol, but you basically are it's only good for one tribal council, meaning you have to play it like right away. The next time you go to tribal, you have to play it. Now, if you decide not to vote, then it's good until the merch. And then if you decide not to use it one more time and you forgo your vote, then it's good to the final five. So basically the what they did was they made it hard. They gave the idols less power because it used to be you got your idol and it's good to the final five. Well, I think it was who was it, Drew or somebody like said it was there's conditions on it. And but there's also a time clock on it, too. Right. It makes the play. It makes the player with the idol kind of be a little bit more. um quicker to uh play it um urgent more urgent to use it rather than waste it and i think that what they're trying to do is incorporate because especially with the 90 minute episodes they're probably trying to incorporate more hidden idols but obviously more have to be played right to do that okay but like tonight josh i think this is a mistake in some ways because okay In theory and in like on paper, it's a great idea. Make them work for it. Make them work for the power. And I and I I do like that part. But tonight, you're, talking about the step, you're talking about the steps right now. Yeah, the steps. Like tonight, had she just gotten a regular idol, right? The, what would have happened was she would have voted. And then it would have tied. <clears throat> and then it probably would have went to rocks. And that to me is a lot better. And more dramatic than watching Sabaya get voted out like this, you know. But that's, I maybe that's just me. Maybe a lot of people love that she got her just desserts because she, she did have to play this twist, and you know she did risk risk it for the biscuit, and she didn't get the biscuit. You know what I mean? Like, but I feel like it kind of robbed us of a great moment tonight that would have been, um. You know, it it would have been this, I think, uh, a great betrayal. Like, really? You voted for me? Okay, well, let's vote again. You know, and then they do it, and it's a tie again. Because I don't think Principal Guy and Sabaya would have changed. And I definitely don't think Emily and Caleb are changing. You know, so I think you would have seen it. You, you The only way is if the Principal Guy, I forget his name. Uh, well, it's bad. I gotta, yeah, I gotta look it's it. bad. 
Yeah, just look it up if you can. Um, um, if, if he had decided, no, okay, fine, we'll take out Tobias, and which might have happened because he, a lot of people really don't want to go to rocks, you know, <laughs> they don't want that. <coughs> they don't want their uh, game being decided like that. Sean, Sean, yeah, Sean, the principal. Um, but I don't think so. I think he, I think he was loyal to Sabaya, and I think he would have voted with Sabaya in that instance. Um, what do you think? Um, I think. Sorry, repeat the last part of your question. Sorry, I was, well, like, I was looking you... at the cast list. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about like this twist? Do you think it robbed us? Do you think? Do you think it would have went to rocks tonight, like I do, or do you think? Oh no, he probably would have changed the vote, or you know, do you, um, would you ra- I... would you rather would you rather see like the episode tonight where she had to decide not to vote or not to vote? You know? I guess I guess what I think. I, I, my initial thought is that I think that Sean would have caved. I think that because Emily obviously wouldn't move, and Caleb once he saw that they were going against him, he wouldn't move, right? So I think that Sean would have caved because he was maybe too afraid to go to rocks. Because I, like I don't know, right? The other problem with that, the other but the problem with that theory though is that if he's real, if he quickly realizes that as well. Um, maybe he thinks, well, then I'm at the bottom of this three-person alliance against Sabaya, right? So, you know, it's kind of like that give and take, if you will, right? Of like, do I want to be sure of my safety or do I want to take a chance and try to ride with Sabaya if we both survive kind of thing, right? Um, but ultimately, like I said, I think that Sean would have caved. Um, obviously, we wouldn't, we won't, we won't know. Um, but I think that he would because Emily and uh, Caleb are a lot more... Um, I feel like well, they've exhibited being more strong-headed than he has. Well, you know what we probably would have saw is them all get up and whisper in each other's ears, and we would, you know, we probably would have saw that nonsense, um, which I hate, uh, you know. But I don't know, maybe so. Maybe it's good the way this happened. I don't know. I just thought uh, tonight could have been could have been different, and maybe potentially better. It's hard yeah, to no, say. Def- it, it, yeah, like it's. Uh, I know we're getting ahead ourselves a little bit again here because we we can't help but talk about the end of this episode, right? Like it's just it, it's just mine because once again there was a lot of factors going in the hidden immunity, um, the misdirection between the uh, con- uh, between the um, players, and uh, it's and then Jeff obviously like you know the because once again I think I also this is a kind of a small tidbit on the side. I kind of like it. I kind of find it funny when Jeff um, introduces these new parts to the game, right? Because he's almost like trying out new material. And yeah. so he's just like, you see it, it, but it's also, but you can tell though that it's, um, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? It's like, it's scripted, right? It doesn't seem like it's it's his first response to something, right? It seems like there's a couple takes involved. Oh, probably. Like the show, it doesn't quite have the same feel that, you know, especially that it used to. But like, did you notice tonight? Like, let's talk a little bit about the beginning of the episode. I, I they have like a whole new intro to this show where they're actually playing the song again, and they never used to do that. Like, like for years, well, they, years. Only an, they only had an hour. They gotta they gotta spend an extra sixty seconds or so on an intro. That's such a great point. That, that yeah, because they're, they're just, I, thought, I don't know what I don't know. It, it's interesting because it's like, like. Sure, let's have 90-minute episodes, right? But once again, we've said this before, you know, don't do it every episode, right? Like, make like make sure, like, the episode is worthwhile for a 90-minute episode, right? Um, because it's, it's more meaningful. But what we're seeing here is that it's kind of like they're trying to upgrade, like, the format I'm talking about in terms of the show and the, the time and everything, right? It's It's almost like they're trying to upgrade the format, but they don't need to do it, and they're not trying to compete with anybody, so they're only trying to like say to themselves, well, we need to change and be better. And it's like, not necessarily, maybe you just have to tweak things. Yeah, maybe, you know, I don't mind a 90 minute episode if there's like lots of great stuff, like you said, like, but a lot of times right now I'm, I'm yeah, it's slog. It's a bit of a slog, you know, these episodes, unfortunately, like and this is with a lot of players in, in still a done right in, in, in game. Right. So the whole moment tonight with the red tribe finding the hammer and being caught digging at the palm tree and it's well, just this like is the thing though right like you said it earlier like it's all like they haven't they haven't experienced like 
you know, hard times, right? So the, what is there else to show? Like, obviously, Bellow's not really doing anything. And because Brando didn't win the um, uh, idol thing, right? Or Jack or what? No, who was it? Not uh, Brando. Um, uh, who was it from the Blue Tribe that went uh, to that one uh, reward? I don't remember because I missed an episode. Um, one second. It was... Uh, um, no, I thought it was in the first episode. That it might have been. Oh, it was Brandon. He didn't win it. No, 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 not Brandon. He was on Lulu. Sorry. No, he um Brando. Brando went, right? Was it Brando that went? Yeah. But no, no, Bruce went. Bruce went, sorry. Oh, was it Bruce? Bruce went and he didn't he didn't go for it because he didn't want to lose his vote. Um, but uh, anyways, so uh Sorry, I lost my train of thought because I got distracted with the. Um... That's okay. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I just think you're right. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I'm just watching this episode a lot of times and going like, can we get to the point? Can we, you know, can, do we really need like 30 minutes of Austin and Drew digging and then lying to d and julie like it's just it's too much of it like it's you know i don't mind them telling the story but like man it's it's boring it's just you know it's just like you're right there's no hardship but man like two tribes there's nothing going on they don't even have to worry about voting each other out it's just this is why i prefer two tribes at the beginning i do not like the three tribe start not a fan you know because like this is what happens two tribes just coast to the merge you know but sometimes when we get a merge out of this the way that it's some of the best merges so you know we'll see we'll see yeah exactly like i don't uh um once again like i don't think this was planned exactly right but the show pivoted because the tribe just got decimated right let's let's uh, we're getting, you know, keep kind of, kind of over. Let's, let's talk about like how they lost, right? Like we haven't gotten to that part yet, right? The challenge itself. Um, oh yeah. What, what did? Yeah, I know, right? We're kind, we're, we're kind of doing a cover and everything here, and kind of in one fell swoop. But uh, we got to, you know, there's still the finer, you know, details, right? But like they lost because of the challenge today, right? And right. Uh, what are your, what were your, what are your thoughts on the challenge that was that went on? Okay, so I just remember the end of the immunity challenge, which was the big giant puzzle. What happens before? So I basically, forget. what they have to do is first of all, they have the like the they have to like get the pole off the key, right? Like they have to use they have to carry their cart and and their puzzle pieces, and they have to get like so. I've seen the vertical pole. I can't really I can't really do it, right? Like I don't know, but like they have to get this key off, and it seems like it's like almost an aspect of every challenge now. So they're going through, they're getting all that. And then they have to dismantle it, put it through the, um, what do you want to call it? Puzzle in the wall or opening in the wall. I don't know what you want to call it um, to get the right pieces in the right way and oh, right. Uh, get yes. through and then reassemble it. You know, But once again, not very far distances. And then they have to put together a cube that has designs on the outside to, in my opinion, make it too easy to do. You know, they probably could have done that in like 15 minutes, right? But they could have made that puzzle like, and I and I made a note here. It's funny because I'm like, they wouldn't have done this on the challenge, right? If they did, it would have been a much harder puzzle in terms of adding the logos, right? But typically, what I've seen is like it's a regular 3D puzzle or a 3D. Sorry, um, yeah. Well, I've seen puzzles, not just a cube, um, but it's not uh, it's not indicated in terms of one way or the other, right? There's that like make them work for it a little bit more, right? If, if the challenge is so short and you have to make it so short, you don't have to, sh the contestants can play a lot longer than what we're seeing or perceiving on TV. Yeah. And why not, why make it like a physical, put this puzzle together? Why not do something a little bit more like brainy? And, you know, I think like where the audience gets to try to figure it out first too and then I don't know. It just seems like I don't really care about like the puzzle and like you know if it's one like that, like who puts it together. It's very like not very climatic. I, I didn't. I think I was like whatever. I didn't care. You know. No, it wasn't. I mean, I like, it just once again, I felt like 
the reward challenge was very short, the course, and it felt like the actual challenge itself was, or the immunity challenge was not very, was not very long either. There could have been a lot more, um, I guess, obstacles, if you will, or they could have, the obstacles would have taken longer. Um, like, I'm not saying like, you have to be like, slugging through like a uh, like a, like a, like 100 meters of muck right i'm not saying like you have to do something crazy right but i'm just saying that like there could be a little bit more time spent on the on the on the players part like we don't have to see it so but you can just make them work a little bit harder in my opinion right because it just adds that extra stress and frustration it kind of like really shows who's like you know who's who's the better you know contestants if you will right it makes them stand out more is what i'm trying to say yeah, I agree. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't really enjoy the challenge. Uh, I enjoyed the reward one a lot more. But even then, whatever. Uh, they're lacking. They're they're not. The challenges are kind of going downhill. It's sad, a little bit, you know. But but at least we had a better tribal, uh, you know, tonight than I saw in the especially the first episode. That was a joke. The second episode seemed kind of like a formality, uh, from what I could tell from the recap. So. Tonight was at least a better tribal, and maybe this season will turn around. But right now, this season, it's a bottom tier season for me right now. <laughs> it, it is like in my bottom five. Okay, so okay, we're okay, Jeff. Then if you're saying let's let's do because I know that you're you're a Survivor history buff. I want you to group it. Where does it rank? Who does it rank with in the, in the depths of the of the rankings? This to me is in the same ballpark so far as One World. And Thailand, and like the ones you like, I can't. Um, maybe also Nicaragua, like it's in that tier. Nothing, nothing going on. Just, I'd rather watch Nicaragua again than watch this one. This, I mean, so far it's been bad. I don't know why, and you could be correct me if I'm wrong, but for whatever reason, China's coming to mind. But I think that was an okay episode, okay well, season, wasn't I'll, it? I'll, a lot of people like that season. I kind of agree with you. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, there's, I like, I like it okay. It, it, you know, if I watch it again, I'd be like, oh, this is so much better. Uh, also, the last few, couple seasons, I've not been a fan of the, the new format. I'm just not digging it as much. I think like the 26 days is a joke compared to 39. It's, it's less days but longer episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure that one out. Yeah, so we're going to have less material and we're going to cram it into a longer episode. Seems stupid to me. Um, well, this is where I'm saying, like, once again, like, make the game hard. Like, I understand people have had medical things. Like, there was Jake tonight, like, passing out by the fire, like, or whatever he would happen, right? Like, he had, like, some, Kendra called it, like, a small seizure, right? But, like, so I don't really, we haven't, we haven't talked about that, but, like, it was, oh, yeah. It, was, it wasn't even, it wasn't really, like, it was kind of just happened and then they started just talking and it's like, we're friends now. Right. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. but it was like, did they get medical in there? Like that was enough. That was not nothing. And isn't it crazy that they're not doing like flashbacks to like their family life or they they got rid of that. That's all gone now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's well, which is fine, it. but you made the episode longer. You yeah. Know? So, so it's all island time, which is fine. They're gonna have that. They're gonna have that. There's no way they're not gonna because that's so much content that they they're gonna lose in time. I don't think it's coming back, Josh. I don't think you'll see it tonight. I don't think I think you'll see it on this season. I'd be uh, shocked. I'd be like, unless something happened, um, that like we're not aware of because it just seems like it that is like because you because you eventually get invested in these in these players you know, enough that, you know, you're out, you know, you want the show to kind of tell them a little bit more about them. Right. Or you well, I want the, but I want the contestant to tell me that I, I don't need pictures and a flashback and a whole story of the like, production. I, I, I don't like it personally. I, I want the contestant to tell me on the Island in the, in the DR, you know, should be, the, you should be able to cast people that should be able to tell me enough in the DR who they are, where they're from, what's, what their life is like, or what, what they're bringing to their experience on Survivor and why it matters, all those things, you know. Um, you know, but now it's a 90 minute episode. Like, you're right. Like, tonight, the thing with, with Jake, is, is that his name? Um, and all I kept thinking about was the scooping incident. You know, which I was surprised they didn't show us a flashback of what happened with Scoopin in season two. 
you know, where I don't know if you know Josh, but like Scoopin fell on the fire and his like hands literally got like melted. And they oh. had to they had to like medevac him because he passed out over the fire. And like exactly that kind of a thing happened. Um and he had to be second season. He had to be medevaced, and then he guess what season he played after that? The Philippines, which we talked about earlier, and now he's in prison for for I don't even want to say because oh geez. yeah, not not murder, but something just as bad. <laughs> Homicide. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah, say yeah. it because you know. No, 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 I don't, don't have much. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking him up because I'm trying because I've seen that season as we discovered earlier in this episode. So I'm just gonna see what who we're talking. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he doesn't look like a very, yeah. very gentle person. Right, but anyway, uh, I but I'm surprised they didn't show it. That's probably why they didn't show it because of what ha- you know his you know his recent past. But anyway. It, it, it like all these different moments from the history of Survivor are also kind of like like it was like they capped it off season forty winners of war were that's all out the window now like all the forty years of history doesn't matter we're on to this new version of Survivor that Jeff can go in and out in twenty eight days and not have to really worry about you know. You know, like it's like perfectly set up for him. You know, like I get in production, like it's like a, it's a month long thing now. It used to be like probably took them like two months to, to to set everything up and set everything down. Now it's like probably a lot less. Uh, you know, it's always in Fiji. There's no new locations. It hasn't been for a long time. Um, it's Clockwork Survivor now. Well, it's uh, interesting because I think that, and I was thinking about this the other day. I think I feel like they've they've gotten too comfortable and they've, especially with the locations, because I think that I also think that they're like, it's like a cycle they're doing. Right. So they use like the same, every like three, two, three, four seasons, every two, three or four years, when things grow back, then they'll like go back to the same area kind of thing. Right. Because it seems to me like, I think, I feel like there was too much uh, effort being done to cl- remember all these clearings they made for the challenges and everything. And how much mm-hmm. that would have taken, and then they would probably have had to replant it because it's you know a native, it's a you know whatever native or foreign you know land, and you know like so there was probably all of this extra crap that they were just got like they were like once again it's just like cutting the days right like let's cut costs right oh, yeah. because so they, well, yeah so they, because they just so- didn't want to do that anymore and they probably like have some sort of contract with Fiji or whatever the you know I don't know who you talk to but like you know what I mean there's some sort of agreement to make it easier for production to do their thing but once again we're getting you know in our opinion less material for longer episodes now in the season it's just it's less interesting for the viewer there's like less going on you know the you know there used to be things where just like the immunity idol was so like the way they designed it and everything was so interesting the tribal council they all blend together for me now like not none of them are that different where i go well that's neat there's no theme anymore. There's nothing. There's just it's just it's number forty five. It's like they don't you know? have the money in, but they should. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. They just stop trying. I just think it's laziness. Yeah, I agree. The bare minimum. So it's just they think that people just want to watch the game and the people and and the and that's partly true. I do think there's uh, you know, but at the same time. I, I don't know. I always enjoyed a little theme here and there or a little you yeah. know, so, something to kind of get the players on, uh, you know, on some sort of talking point. Um, now it's just like, I don't even know what to make of it. You know, it's, I don't think there's any excuse to not coming up with a cl- catchy title, right? You're, do, you're trying to do the, like, first of all, the, the, the titles of these episodes are not that great. <laughs> Yeah, what what the hell? What do you mean, no man left behind? What was that about? Was that even said in this episode? I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, I guess that it probably was, but you know, didn't stand out. Um, yeah. So, like, that's how I feel about the season so far. It's it's bottom tier. Yeah, it's uh, well. Once again, I think that what you saw tonight is. You saw Emily make a, I mean, well, like again, like her telling Caleb at the before tribal council 
that she was, you know, that they were voting for her. Like that was her turning point, you know, despite the fact that they're going to split the tribes next week. Um, I think that she's really like brought in her game up from the depths or because she was on the brink of, of, of being eliminated. And if it wasn't for, um, one second, her name was, uh, Hannah bowing out. It would have been, it could have been Emily that first week because she just, people, she just rubbed people the wrong way so quickly and didn't have time to change. Right. Um, but like, I'm, I'm trying to be always, I try to be optimistic, you know, and I'm hopeful that if they pivot to this tribe change, which I assume is still going to be three tribes, um, because there's now been three people eliminated. So there's one less for each tribe, right? So it'll be teams of five, um, that actually, well, it will be. There's no way they can do eight and seven. That was not going to, well, it could, but that I, that wouldn't make sense to me. Um, I, do you think they would go to two tribes, Jeff, or go to three? No, no, they'll go to two. You, they'll go to two? They'll do eight and seven? Uh, yeah. Like you know what they'll do? Do you know what they'll do? They'll do seven and seven, and one person will go away for for you know for a vote. And then that person, whichever tribe loses, will you know will vote someone out. And then that person, have they done that before? Yep, they do it all the time. Oh, interesting. Yep. So especially when this happens, when one tribe loses like three times in a row, that they have a contingency plan, and that's usually what they do. They go, one person's safe, and they get to go to this island to go find some clue, you know, or whatever, and they're safe. You know, that's usually what they do. Well. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but uh, no, it looks like, like I said, like I th- I'm a little bit hopeful because I think it's going to change. So we'll have to uh, see if the tribe change up is going to make a big difference to the thing. I'm hopeful, but uh, what, are you, what are your final thoughts on that? On what, sorry? The the do you think that the tribe change is going to make a big difference? No, no, it'll be the same. <laughs> No, it'll it'll be a bit better, but no, I don't think so. We'll see, we'll see. But uh, I don't think I don't think you'll see uh, much of a difference till the merge, and then the merge. Even then, it'll probably take a vote or two before we get to see anything exciting. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll prove me wrong, but you know, we get there when we get there. Yeah, okay, it's not very long, so we could do a quick uh, draft uh, update if you want, real quick. Got in front of me. Oh sure, okay. Uh, I know Amanda lost Sabaya. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda lost her top pick Sabaya, and she still has Katura left. So we'll see how that goes. We'll obviously see all what the what the new tribes and stuff. Dar- Team Daryl still has Sifu and Brando. Mm-hmm. Team Dave has Jake and Bruce, the pair that probably will be split up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got uh, Austin and Kendra. Okay. And then Jamil, I think Jamil's got the best team right now. Well, he, I think he does, especially with the mirrors, but he's got Caleb and Emily. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And then Team Jane is Brandon and Julie. So okay. it's just Julie left. Yep. And then you just got Drew left because you also had Hannah. Right. Team Jen is Kelly and Jeremiah. And lastly, Team Sean is D and Sean. Uh, D might she's impressing me, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with D. Yeah, no, it'll be uh, like I'm. I'm. I'm okay with my picks. They're you know they seem to be good. Like Austin seems to be strong. It just as long as he doesn't like doesn't uh, get in his own way, if you will, right? Because sometimes they get a little cocky and conf- too confident. So we'll see if and we'll see if his uh, partnership with Drew turns out to be something strong with that foursome and Reba. But they're going to be split up, right? So I guess as I'm saying this, yeah. Um, but then yeah, and then Kendra, you know, I'm she's social enough that she should get to the merge. I'm hoping. Uh, yeah. And then you have Drew. How do you feel about Drew? Um, Drew. Not overly impressed, to be honest. No? Yeah, he's giving... Like, what is with this Red Tribe? They're giving it Austin, you know, everything. They're not making his life difficult at all. I don't know. No. I, I thought it was kind of meh. It was like, the, you're helping him out way too much. Yeah. 
but that's just how I felt. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe they're doing the right thing. I don't know. <clears throat> okay, uh, I'm I'm good on this episode. If you uh, you want to move on, no, I'm 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 good. I'm just I'm just checking the just checking the notebook real quick, just to kind of because I always like to just make sure got any. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> I know we don't have a day for the clips. Um, like we, we we do, but the final comment was, you know, to kind of talk about Sabaya real quick. I thought she was really funny because when Jeff's trying to ask her something, she's not very animated, right? And I think it was the one thing she said was just like, "I can't, I can't wait to see what's inside, Jeff. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good." <laughs> just, yep. I just got my sticks, my tools. But uh, anyways, that was so. I, that's the only last little um, little tidbit I think I got. Uh, I got for you. Okay, great. All right, well, let's plug a little bit of uh, what we have. Uh, did you know, Josh, we're part of a United Federation of Podcasts? Oh, I've, I've heard about you guys, so do elaborate. Oh, we have all sorts of different podcasts on this United Federation of Podcasts. Uh, you know, we have the, the Live Long and Podcast shows. You know, they're important. We we got all sorts of... Uh, we got Locuters of Trek, which is Davin. You know, we got, we got a couple of different banners for that. You watch, you know, uh, the cuters of track, you know, it's all, all talking about, uh, all sorts of different, uh, fascinating philosophical conversations about Star Trek. And, uh, you know, they're great over there. We, uh, we, we also have, um, we're not allowed to talk about it, but we bring it up anyway. KBVL, uh, it's a Simpsons podcast with Davin and a couple of friends. I don't know who they're on hiatus. Uh, right now, actually, right this current, um, right this second, over on Hold Up, a movie podcast. Uh, Dave, uh, that's where he is. Is uh, it, he's uh, you know, you know, it's a movie debate podcast. Basically, they they talk about whether or not movies hold up, and they watch clips, and they talk all about it, and they get their popcorn out. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, check that out over on on Hold Up. Uh, I might even. Go check it out after we get off here. Uh, graphic histories. Um, I actually don't know a lot about graphic histories. I've never actually watched it, but um, Dave knows. He always plugs it, and uh, that's all I have to say about that one. Um, uh, X-rated. The X-rated animated review show is uh, Davin. Uh, he goes through um, the old X-Men cartoon, and he interviews people that ha- were on this cartoon, which is you know, amazing and fascinating. And, and he, he's talked to the voice of rogue and the voice of Jubilee. And it's, it's great. Um, we got the hellbound podcast with Michael Chan. And uh, I believe Alex Blackburn is his name. Um, they talk about all things horror. So it's, it's October. It's the month of Halloween. Check them out. Uh, you got Eamon on track, which is uh, my nephew. Uh, he he goes through different albums and he reviews the album uh, track by track and uh, gives you his opinion on it. We have Trivial Debates. Trivial Debates is the kind of the original podcast that we started way before any of all this. And it's a fun debate show where we debate all sorts of different topics of things, movies, TV, sports, history. It's all there um it's a lot of fun it's uh you know three contestants battle it out to see who argues louder um we have we we have the mary marvel society um the mary mater marvel society sorry it's dave davin and jameel and they talk all about marvel shows and movies and uh you know if you if you like that kind of thing that's where it's done so check that out um and then finally, we have this uh, show, which is Super Mater Bros Podcasting. We talk about all sorts of different things, but mainly Survivor, Big Brother, you know, occasionally some other shows um, like The Challenge. And that is it uh, for all the plugs. Okay. Josh, uh, any of those tickle your fancy? Are you going to are you going to go hop on and watch them hold up? Uh, I might might do that. Uh, I know I've uh, you know seen a bit trivial debates, been on a trivial debates. That's always a great one. 
Um, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm, you know, I'm no, no, not starting a debate here, an argument, but I'm a Star Wars over Star Trek fan, but I've heard amazing things about the things they do over there. And, you know, I know that they have the, um, the movie theater or the theater version or whatever, right. Where they do the the script one, the script reads, um, and, uh, and the X-Men is, is actually, I only, I only animated series. So I, uh, have an appreciation for that. Um, but no, there's lots of great stuff and, uh, you know, this is, uh, there's a lot of great variety in the Federation of podcasts. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me today, uh, Josh. It's, it was a pleasure and, uh, you know, uh, we will reconvene here next week to talk about episode four uh, and hopefully it gets better. Uh, it was better today than episode one. Uh, hopefully we can build on this because it's a, we're in the bottom. We're, we're in the basement right now. But you know what? There's still time. And and Survivor sometimes starts really bad and gets really good. So stick around. Come back next week. Uh, and we will... Music, music to my ears is the episode, what it's called. Well, there you go. And so if you want music to your podcast ears, come back this time next week, Wednesday night. Okay. For all of us here at Super Beta Bros Broadcasting, we say good night.